Today is Sunday, July 12, 2020. On this day in 1562, a Spanish friar named Diego de Landa ordered the destruction of dozens of sacred texts in an attempt to convert the Maya people to Christianity. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering a 16th century Catholic priest who burned priceless Maya history and science books, all in the name of God. Let's go back to the Maya city of Mani on the afternoon of July 12, 1562. Friar Diego de Landa had devoted his life to bringing the Roman Catholic Church to the Maya. He made his first missionary trip to the Yucatan and was named the religious head of the entire province in 1561. Landa had opened monasteries, baptized Maya chiefs, and filled villages across the peninsula with the sound of church bells. But it wasn't enough. Two months earlier, in May 1562, a cave was discovered near Mani filled with human bones and Maya religious idols, like jeweled skulls and sculptures. Locals quickly admitted that they were still secretly worshipping their old idols. They had also used the cave for human sacrifices. The Spanish friars were furious. They had considered Mani to be one of the greatest successes in the Yucatan, but when they found the cave, they realized their mistake. The Maya hadn't given up their old religion. They had just made it more private. The friars started arresting every Maya villager who admitted to worshiping these false idols, and then they punished them. The friars tortured hundreds of Maya. They hung the villagers by their wrists with heavy rocks tied around their ankles for hours. Then the friars burned the supposed heretics with hot wax and whipped them until they revealed the hiding places of their idols. One by one, the friars rounded up the Maya idols and collected them outside their local Catholic church. Diego de Landa was the Franciscan Provincial of the Yucatan, a title that meant he was in charge of all the friars across the peninsula. When he heard what the friars in Mani were doing, he quickly headed that way. When Landa finally arrived in the town in June of 1562, he found thousands of idols piled in the street. Landa had lived among the Maya since he first arrived in the Yucatan in 1549. But he was a fiercely religious man and particularly hated the old Maya tradition of human sacrifice. So instead of putting a stop to the torture and abuse of the Mani people, Landa took control of it. Through the summer, Landa led a brutal inquisition in Mani. He oversaw the torture of approximately 4,500 Maya people. Many were permanently injured during the interrogations, and at least 150 villagers died. Until finally, on July 12, 
1562, Landa gathered everyone in the Mani town center for his auto da fe. An auto da fe, or act of faith, was the final stage of an inquisition where the alleged heretics were sentenced and punished. Many times that meant being burned at the stake, but on July 12th, Landa had a different plan. The Maya heretics were paraded through Mani and into the town center, where Landa gave them their sentences. Some villagers were tied to posts and whipped until they bled. Others were ordered to become slaves for the friars. And when all of the individual sentences were finished, Landa handed out his final punishment. He ordered the Franciscans to light the giant pile of Maya idols on fire. Then he forced the so-called heretics to watch as 5,000 of their religious artifacts burned. But Landa still wasn't done. During his years in the Yucatan, Landa had been lucky enough to see sacred Maya texts filled with their collective knowledge of religion, science, and history. It was an honor for an outsider like Landa to even learn about the existence of these books, but it wasn't one that he deserved. As the climax of his auto da fe, Landa gathered up all these irreplaceable Maya books and brought them into the town square. Then the Mani villagers watched in horror as he dumped the books onto the bonfire. Their fig bark paper quickly disappeared in the flames, along with all the knowledge they contained. Describing the incident later, Landa wrote, since they contained nothing but superstitions and falsehoods of the devil, we burned them all, which the Maya people took most grievously and which gave them great pain. Huge portions of the Maya's cultural knowledge were lost forever that day. Next, Landa decides to write his own Maya history book after destroying all the others. Now back to the story. On July 12, 1562, Spanish priest Diego de Landa held his own inquisition in the Yucatan. He burned dozens of sacred, one-of-a-kind Maya texts and thousands of religious idols belonging to the Maya people. These books, known as the Maya Codices, were written in hieroglyphics on long strips and featured drawings and stories of Maya gods. The codices also covered everything from Maya history to astronomy to information on farming and medicine, but Friar Landa couldn't even read them. The priest knew how to speak the Mayan language, but he could never figure out how to read their writing. Landa was so trapped inside his own limited worldview that he was convinced that the hieroglyphs had to stand for specific sounds, as in the phonetic Spanish alphabet but the Mayan symbols represented a combination of syllables and words, and every one of Landa's attempts to translate the texts failed. But even though Landa couldn't read the Maya text, he could still see the codices' drawings of gods. And since the man's mission was to bring Christianity to the Maya people, he did what he could to violently stamp out their old religion. When Landa's superior, Bishop Toral, heard about Landa's abuse, they sent him back to Spain, 
where he was put on trial for staging an illegal inquisition. Landa stood by what he had done. He argued that the Maya people's actions justified the violence and torture, and eventually, the Spanish crown agreed. Landa was never formally punished for his crimes against the Maya culture. Instead, he got a promotion. In 1573, Landa returned to the Yucatan to become the new bishop after Bishop Toral's death. He spent the rest of his life there, spreading the word of God to the Maya people until his death in 1579 at the age of 54. Diego de Landa left behind a complex legacy. He was single-handedly responsible for erasing a huge chunk of Maya history and knowledge over the course of a single day. Only four known Maya codices still survive today. The rest were lost or burned in Landa's fire, along with all the cultural knowledge they contained. But because of that, Diego de Landa also became the best source of information on Maya civilization. As he awaited trial in Spain for his crimes, Landa wrote a book about his years in the Yucatan. He named it Yucatan Before and After the Conquest and cataloged everything he had learned about the Maya and their culture in its pages. Since then, Landa's writing has become a vital resource for understanding the Maya and his poor attempts to decode Mayan hieroglyphs inadvertently helped decipher the language hundreds of years after Landa's death. In 1952, a Russian linguist used Landa's poor attempts at deciphering Mayan in his book to accurately translate the written language for the first time. Finally, scholars were able to translate the last four Maya codices and learn about the ancient culture from the people themselves. And they couldn't have done it without Landa's book. Yucatan Before and After the Conquest is still the most complete record of the Maya civilization that remains today. But whatever information Landa may have captured in his book is nothing compared to the massive collection of Maya history, culture, and knowledge that was lost forever in his fire. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. If you want to hear the truth behind more dark chapters of history, check out Conspiracy Theories, another ParCast original. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Mike Ramos, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Joshua Kern. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by River Donahay, with writing assistance by Maggie Admire. I'm Vanessa Richardson. 